This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. Bethany Missouri has some advice. Find a thing you love to do and don't be afraid to put it out into the world because you never know who's going to come calling and end up in your life. Missouri found something she loves to do, running. She started when she was depressed after a miscarriage. Her first experience running the Fryhofer's 5K was not a good one. She tried again, preparing for the race and running with a group of women, and it was transformative. Missouri lives in Gilderland and tells us why she loves running the trails at Thatcher Park. She sees running not as a solitary sport where the goal is to win, but rather as a social activity that is good for both the body and the spirit. I would just like to hear a little bit about how you started running. Okay, so um, I guess technically I ran track in middle school. Uh, where, say, where did you go? Uh, I grew up on Long Island, so sure. And was your family like an athletic family? Not at all. No. I tried every sport and was horrendous at all of them except for track. Um, and then I found theater in high school, and I just totally gave up any sports and kind of went about my life with a I'm not into sports I'm not athletic uh, attitude and then when I was 31 I was in 2008 I had a miscarriage and I got really depressed and a friend of mine local friend of mine who I'd gone to college with um, she said hey there's this Fryhoffers run it's for all women it's really you know doesn't matter what your pace is why don't we train for it It'll help you feel better. So I decided to do that. Um, and I did it and I ran it and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, this that is was the not worst what I was thing expecting. ever. Yeah. <laughs> but what a thing. Having been through a miscarriage myself, I know how upsetting that is. Yeah. And you decided to do something really physical and different. And what? I mean, that's quite a leap from. Yeah, I I think that I was feeling kind of at war with my body Mm -hmm. um, at that point in time. And like I had been betrayed by my body and I had gained some weight from, you know, because it was a little bit later in the pregnancy. Um, So I think maybe this was just a way to kind of. Take Regain, control yeah, of your take body. Take control of my body again. Yourself. Wow. But you hated that first but run. I hated it. <laughs> I, I think that... Was that a 5K? In it's that a 5K, yeah. yeah. I think in retrospect, emotionally, it was difficult for me to be around all those women, who, many of whom were mothers. There's kind of a big component of that to the Fryhoffers race. So and this was your first child? That yes. You ha- oh, yeah. wow. And oh. It, it was like super hot and humid and I just felt slow. And um, I just kind of had a negative experience with it. So I said, that's it. I'm done. I did it. Life went on. I had two healthy children. Yes, let's have that. Yeah. <laughs> Happy ending. Okay. Um, and was just one of those people that would join the gym you know you join the gym I'm gonna do the gym right and then it's like eh, I don't like the gym and you just keep paying them and you don't go and I think my connection to fitness for most of my 20s and a good portion of my 30s was 
this, well, you got to do it because you, you got to lose weight or, you know, you got to correct this flaw. So it was very much like a kind of a negative mm-hmm. thing. Like you got to do it. We all got to do it. It's, it's good for you, but we hate it, but we do it. <laughs> so it never stuck for me. Um, and then I was going through a divorce and I had two small children and again, boom, depression, just, you know, really, you know, you go through all the things that you go through in those situations. And somewhere in the back of my mind bubbled up this idea of well, what about that Fryhoffers race? You know, you did that once, it gave you a goal, gave you something to strive for. And so I decided to give it a shot again. And this was about 2013, I guess. Um, and I started training for it. And it just so happened that um, I was in this mom's group on Facebook and a couple of the other women were like, is anyone, would anyone want to do this Fryhofer's race? You know, I really want to do it. I haven't run since I had a kid. And so it ended up that there were a group of five or six of us and we kind of virtually supported each other through training. And then we met up at the race and took pictures and some of us ran together and we finished together. And this time around, just totally different experience. You know, I really was there and present and enjoyed, you know, 3,000 women, all ages, all different body types, all different skill levels. Loved how much crowd support there is. Um, so many And a local, lot of men in the crowd cheering for men. women. <laughs> My kids were there. My kids were quite young. They were in a wagon with their babysitter in Washington Park. And, yeah, it was all people's kids and husbands and partners and it was a really great atmosphere so I really kind of fell in love with it from there and And did it have to do with being part of this group yes was that part of it yeah it was definitely the communal aspect of it the community aspect um and that became kind of a like oh wait this is something that could be more about community um, shortly. So it's not a sense of running to win. It's a sense no, of... No, <laughs> definitely not for me. <laughs> it's running to be part of something bigger or... Yeah, it's running. The thing about running is it's very personal, but it's also very communal. So you're running to better yourself. Maybe, maybe it's just to get across the finish line, but that's a huge goal. Maybe it's to beat your last time at this race, which could be something considerably quote-unquote slow it doesn't matter but then you're also supporting all these other people that are trying to achieve their goals and they're supporting you and no one's really looking at each other and thinking oh that person what are they doing here you know it's just it's a very supportive atmosphere and from there I kind of um I learned about this uh race called the Ragnar Relay Um, A friend of mine had posted about it on Facebook. I was like, what is this thing? And that is a 200-mile relay that you do with, I think it's 12 people. And you're stuck in these vans, and you run these different legs. Wait, I just have to understand (laughs) the logistics of it. It's called the Ragnar Relay. And is it something that's located in one place, or is it like a concept? So there's ones all over the country, and they used to, they just stopped doing it, unfortunately. They used to have um, one in the Adirondacks. You'd start in Saratoga and end in Lake Placid. Oh, so wow. you each, it's like... <laughs> I've driven that yeah. the north way. I can't imagine Right, running. exactly. <laughs> so you go in, ha- just logistically, how logistically, does that work? Logistically, it's 12 people on a team. You each have three different legs, 
um, that are assigned to you, including one that's overnight. You're split into two vans. You sleep in the vans. You drive along. You know, someone's running. You meet them at the next checkpoint. You hand it off, and you keep going. Nobody sleeps, really. It's, <laughs> it's just this crazy, you know, you camp out, but there's really no way to sleep. And you complete the whole 200 miles as a team, and you cross the finish line together. So you must get very close to those. Are they women yes. that you do this with, or mixed group? Mixed or? group. And how do you get together, the 12 of you? How do so you So someone has other? to be a captain. So I decided to be the captain, which was insane, because I'd run, like, maybe two 5Ks, didn't know anything about running. <laughs> well, so why did you step up to the captain role? I just, I wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, if it's a thing that I want to do then I'll just be the one to get the ball rolling and um, I was able to coerce some friends into joining me some who were runners some who were not and uh, we organized the whole the whole thing and made it happen and that was I mean again it was about community I was like oh it doesn't have to be this solitary thing where I'm you know trash talking myself through the whole time I could just be with other people and we so can all Ragnar, support each other. does that have a history that we should know about? Is there a person named Ragnar? I, I don't know. I think there's like a Norse god or Viking or oh, something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who the race series is named after. And it is a big event that's held all across the country. Wow. Yeah. And so have you done other large races? Yeah. So since then, I've done um, all distances up through. I've done marathon. I've done ultra marathons, which is anything more than 26.2. Trail races. uh, I run a lot with um, the Albany Running Exchange here in Albany. That's really uh, been my lifeline. I kind of through someone that was on my Ragnar team he was like you should check out this group they're really cool they're really accepting of all levels of people's experience and they're weird but they're fun and (laughs) I was like oh fun weirdos that's my jam so uh, I started to kind of go to their runs and then I went to this trail running camp that they hold in the Adirondacks Um, whereabouts in the Adirondacks it's at um it's kind of in Warrensburg in that area. So it's at Camp Dipikel up there. It's associated with SUNY. So it's held every July. It's for four days. It's adult running camp. We do running. We do yoga, swimming, hiking, you name it. And the I didn't, all-around workout. All-around workout, but also you don't have to do any of it. You can nap, and you can have a beer, and have a glass of wine by the lake. And, you know, so it's a combination of all that, and it ends in a five-mile race up a mountain. So tell us about trail running and what, how, well, like, what do you wear on your feet? <laughs> <laughs> trail running shoes. They do make shoes yeah. for trail running. They have better grips on the bottom, and it kind of depends on what the terrain is. Um, but they're usually, you know, they're not as cushiony as road running shoes, and they just have better grip and. And because uh, yeah. I've done a lot of hiking, yeah, not running, and there's just you know not just the boulders and the mud, but the bushwhacking <laughs> and the. I can't imagine running through that. Yeah, what, uh, you know we've got some good trails around here. You don't have to bushwhack necessarily, <laughs> but yeah, I mean I run a lot at Thatcher Park, and when you're trail running, you're hiking. Uh, you know, you're you're hiking a bit of it. You're never just running the whole thing. You know, you're hiking up the hills. But like what? beckons you as opposed to just running on a flat Mm. surface to do it up a mountain or on a trail what what is the 
it's motivation the, I there. think it's being out in the nature of it. Um, you know, you're really out. We've got some beautiful areas around here. Um, pretty lucky where we live. So there's something very different about running on a trail. Than yeah, there. I've it's read all much kinds of more spiritual. I mean, I'm not yeah. like religious, but there is like a spiritual component to that. And it's, and your blood pressure goes down in nature. Absolutely. But most of us walk on the trails, <laughs> not run. That's it's really exhilarating and yeah. exciting. I mean, it's kind of bringing you back to your roots as a human being to yeah. to, to go through that. And um, the trail running community is incredibly supportive. I mean, it's we're all crazy. Like people. I mean, I run. 31 mile races like you got to be a little nuts to do that just tell us how you fit this in with the rest of your life you have two young children you're a lawyer a full-time job with a state um like just describe a say a typical week when you're training for one of these when i'm training for an ultra um yeah yeah, so uh, (laughs) it takes a lot of planning yeah um when I didn't have a partner, I, you know, now I'm engaged and I have another like full-time parent. So it's incredibly oh, helpful. Thank you. Um, but for many years I didn't. And I hired a lot of babysitters and I would plan out, this is my six month training plan. These are the dates I know I need babysitters. And I would email my babysitter with like, you know, page long of dates. Can you do these dates? And then I would fill in with friends where she couldn't do it. And you know, it's a lot of, I have my kids every other week. So I hired a coach because I was like, I cannot, for a marathon, I was able to get it done on my own. But I knew for a, a longer race, I was like, I, I can't figure this out. So I've been hiring a coach, Dick Vincent, who's a local wonderful coach. Uh, he tells me, this is what your schedule is. And he knows every other week I have my kids. So we're jamming the longest runs into the weekends that I don't have them. And, um, yeah, I mean, it just takes planning and it takes not feeling guilty leaving them for two to three hours on a weekend to just be out on the trails. And it turned out that I did feel guilty, of course, but at the end of it, when it was over, they looked at me and they were like, why don't we have a babysitter anymore every weekend? go away so, so, like, so they got used I guess to you're fine <laughs> and I saw we had a picture which we're running in the story uh, our next edition where they're there with you at the race so they must cheer you on they cheer me on they also both run um, oh. they're seven and nine and a half I'd have to say the half for Reese and they have both run 5k's oh so do you work out together we will sometimes yeah we uh, oh, so I've, what's that like it's interesting. <laughs> it Do depends they keep on up with you. Well, it depends on which one I'm with. Sebastian, who's my seven year old, beats me. He had he ran his first trail five k this year, and he would not run near me, and he beat me handily. Like was nowhere near me. I, I was asking my friends who were volunteering on the course. Did you see my son go by? Is he bloody? And they were like, no, he's fine. I'm like, good. Keep going. And my nine-year-old, um, he, he's, he's more like my speed. And he'll, he goes in bursts, and then we walk a little bit. And he bursts and walk a little bit. And he will complain a little more, but then he feels good at the end. And he's like, I, I did it. So we're running. There's a race in Altamont tomorrow for yes, um, Leap Day. Leap we're, day. we're all running that. 
Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So running together. I mean, I just think that, uh, tell me what that does for your family dynamics. It's really amazing for our family dynamics. Um, my ex-husband's also a runner, and we've all run races together. Like, there's me and our eldest son and my ex-husband, like, crossing the finish line together. You know, it just kind of takes away all the barriers. We're all just there to support each other and, you know... um, I used to hike with my family, yeah. the Adirondack 46 Peaks, and it was always a thing of like how how you almost sometimes changed roles, yeah. um, looking out for each other on the trail. And I can imagine it would be the same in running. It is, you know, and it's it brings out their different personalities. Like my youngest son just taking off and being his own. He doesn't want anyone around him this babying him. No, that's Sebastian. That's Sebastian, okay. And Reese wants to be, he wants to be with one of us, and he mm-hmm. wants to, you know, talk and <laughs> chat away and just enjoy being out there. And oh, That's good. Yeah, so it's, and it's a very positive you know, behavior and habit for them to have. And it's good. And I know um, that you are in the slow (laughs) AF run. And I am so out of it. My coworkers (laughs) had a huge laugh. I didn't know what it was. I don't know if we can (laughs) say it on the podcast, but it's S as the F word. Yes. So (laughs) tell me about that. So you're obviously enjoying the experience as well as doing superhuman things with these long races but it's not about being the fastest no not at all i am very slow um so the slow af run club started uh, there's a runner named martinez evans 300 pounds and running is his handle on social media and he started this kind of movement group called... Well, I just have to let our listeners know you are not 300 pounds. No, no, no. You look very spelt. <laughs> no, so but he is. Yeah. And he owns yeah. it. And it's not a weight loss journey for him. It's yeah. really about people in all different bodies can move and can be athletes and can be runners and can be healthy. It's not necessarily like you have to look a certain way. So he actually started this app. I think the app only launched maybe two months ago, but I've been following him and known him for a while. And he asked me to be moderator for the um, run club. And it just blew up. I mean, we have over 2000 people. And it's like every day there's new people. It's hit definitely a nerve. There's just this pocket of people that have felt overlooked by the running community. And I think community at large. So he um, started this club and asked me to help him out. So I, you know, we're all over the country and the world. I mean, there's a guy from Russia on there that I was talking oh to today. Um, so what does the job of moderator? Um, um, I keep, you know, involved. keep the conversation rolling, um, you know, post questions and try and post meetups or where's everybody racing. Um, and then also we kind of police the page and make sure that we don't get people on there spamming or trolling us. We've been pretty lucky so far with that. We've only had like one person so far. But um, yeah, we kind of alert. And there's now like four moderators because I was like, I can't handle this. It blew up so much that both me and Martinez were like, whoa, we need to bring more people in. <laughs> but isn't that exciting? It's very exciting. And it's the beginning of, of a, a bigger movement, I think. You know, there's quite a number of really good people out there doing this work of, you know, promoting different body types and that you can still get out you can still move you can still do these things and you don't need to be fast and you don't need to look this way to be healthy um so um, but doesn't running those long distances take a 
toll on your body? Sure. Isn't that... Not everybody's running the crazy distances right. I am. Yeah. And also, you know, it absolutely does. Like this year, I did three years in a row. I ran um, my first marathon, uh, Marine Corps Marathon, then I ran two ultras. So that was like three years in a row. Oh, my goodness. And after the last ultra in September, I was destroyed. Like my body was just like, you're done with this for a while. So I am on a break. (laughs) I am only doing half marathons and and shorter this year, Um, partially because of the wedding and honeymoon and all of that. But I just was like, wow, I really need to dial it back. So is your fiancé a runner? He is. Um, Is the wedding, are you going to be doing anything running related? (laughs) Probably, yeah, we're going to probably make everyone run a 5K. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, Where, Where is the wedding? It's in uh, a maybe historical site in Rotterdam. It's part of the Schenectady, Schenectady, sorry, historical society. Um, it's just like a big barn, and so there's plenty of space around it that people can go. Well, we're going to figure that part out. <laughs> <laughs> we might run from there to Druthers and then have our like pre-wedding dinner, um, and we'll have some running-themed things in the wedding. Um, but when I when we met, he was running like a two-mile loop around his house. He had um, completely shifted his life after his divorce and become, he became vegan and was exercising a lot, lost like a ton of weight. And, uh, but he was running this two-mile loop, and he said to me, I'll never, I'll never run more than this. I'll never run a 5K. It was our first date. And now he's run up to 30K. He's run 18-mile races. He's run more half marathons than I have. Have you run races together? We do. And yeah. how does that work? So uh, two or three races a year, he drops back to my speed. <laughs> he drops back to my turtle pace, and we cross the finish line together, and we just have a nice run. Like Albany last run, we always run together through the Christmas lights. Um, and then other races, we just we go, and we are at the starting line together, and then we see each other at the end, and Yeah. Well, and one of the things, too, in listening to you, it seems like you are always stepping up to a leadership role. I mean, captaining this first 12, you know, part relay and then jumping in to be the moderator on this website. Just tell me a little about your personality, how how you got that way. (laughs) Yeah, Um, um, I think I've always kind of been like that. Um, I tend to be very type A and kind of outgoing as a lawyer, you know. So, so what, what is your law work? What, um, I work at the Office of Mental Health, um, and I do litigation there, so all types of things, litigation having to do with mental health. Before that, for 15 years, I worked in special ed. I was a special ed attorney. So Wow. Yeah. So, so that in itself must be like a marathon, because you're working oh yeah. for people that really need you yeah. and don't necessarily have the wherewithal to look out for their own interests. Yeah. So, so it's it's just kind exhausting of exhausting work. It's kind of my nature. And run. Yeah, and a lot but of it, where did that come from? Uh, my mother. <laughs> Tell me about your mother. My mother is um, very strong, very outspoken. Uh, fought for herself. I mean, she was divorced. When I was three, they divorced. So, you know, early 80s, she had no college education, had to go into the workforce and raise two kids in a time when that was really difficult. So uh, just kind of grew up with that, you know, got her college degree when she was in her 
I think it was her 40s. And now she's like really, she lives in Virginia. She's super involved in local politics. And she's always stepped into leadership roles. She formed this young birders club in Virginia. I mean, birders? Like, look, yeah, watching, like look birds? watching birds? Oh. And that turned into this huge thing. You know, she just, she's never shied away from taking on roles like that. Um, and a lot of it for me is self-preservation. It's just like, I want to do this thing. Um, I wanted to run a marathon. I trained for it, and I trained largely by myself. And I was like, this is terrible. So the next year, I was like, I'm going to do an ultra. I, I better find some people to run with. And so I just started posting on the Albany Running Exchange calendar, like, group runs. I'm like, please come if you're slow. <laughs> and, like, don't have a lot of experience. And I met my best friends in the world. We're all really close. We run all the time together. If someone's kid is sick, we're at the hospital helping them. And that just grew out of me being like, I don't want to do this alone. So I better just put it out there. If you put so it out it's there. It's like a combination of the modern internet being able to hook you up with people that you might not otherwise find, as well as this kind of old-fashioned grit you got from your mother that just propels you forward. So on your training sessions, you know, you're saying the schedule with a babysitter, are those things you do on your own or you meet up with these friends and do the training together? It depends. So we have have like a group chat and we'll just be like, who's running what this weekend? And then we'll try and like coordinate and hook up. And And do you live near each other? We all live fairly near each other, yeah. Um, And And we're, we're actually having, we have a monthly brunch run and so we're having that tomorrow. Um, and we're all going to get together, and it's like, okay, we're, who's bringing kids? Who's going to watch the kids? Who's running? Who's bringing what for food? And and I know Gilderland, where you live, is on the verge of having a big confab on trails in town. Are there certain trails you like in Gilderland or places that you like to run? There I run again? a lot at Thatcher. So I don't know if that's technically Gilderland. I think no, Pine Bush. <laughs> um, I run in the Pine Bush a ton. I live oh, yeah. a half mile from the Pine Bush. In fact, the house me and my fiance bought last year, we bought it largely because you can run to the trailhead from there and then oh, wow. run the trails in there. So yeah, that's um, people meet at my house and we can run there. I've had people text me and be like, can I go in your garage? It's raining. I got stuck out on a run. I'm like, yep, here's the code. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do in the winter? In the winter, I do just do roads. Yeah, I don't really go out on trails in the winter. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, in winter, we do a lot of loops at SUNY. They have a 5K loop that goes around, and it's always cleared. Oh, they and keep, is that open to the public? It's open do? to the public. Oh, they keep it cleared. It's lighted. It has blue boxes, and there's patrols. So it's very safe. Yeah. Um, we have a women's group that meets every other Wednesday at SUNY. Um, it's called SOAR. And it stands for something I can't remember. My dear friend Karen runs it. And it's all paces, no drop, which means um, nobody is left last. I actually run the party caboose of that. So I make sure I'm behind the last person. And we, we go th- all through winter. So is safety a concern? Safety is definitely a concern when running roads more than anything. I mean, it is on trail because you could be alone. But definitely on roads in winter cars, lighting, all of that's a concern. Well, our time has gone so fast. (laughs) Do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, No, I guess just um, find a thing you love to do and don't be afraid to put it out into the world because you never know. You never know who's going to come. Come call in. 
and end up in your life. A lot of times we just, we're afraid people are going to say no or not come or not show up. And that might be the case, but people might also show up. for anything, <laughs> not just running, but for anything. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so this much for having great. me.